Hi guys, welcome. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about spiritual growth, what that means to us, um, and how to continue growing. Yeah. So if you're here, you're probably on some sort of a journey of spiritual growth, or maybe you're just curious about what spirituality is. So uh, what is it? <laughs> so, so what is it? What is spirituality? Um, yeah, well, I mean, spirituality is just figuring out that we're all connected. Absolutely. That there's this... Um, Universal consciousness. Yes. So like when you're feeling things from other, you know, you walk in a room and you're like, oh, it feels heavy in here or, oh, it feels so light and beautiful. Like that there's energy and there's, that we're all connected and um, there's more than just what you're seeing with your eyes. Absolutely. Well, and that you're contributing. So like if your thoughts are predominantly positive, you're contributing to a positive experience in life and in the consciousness you bring around others. If you're predominantly negative, you're also contributing to that negativity of the world. Yeah. Um, Something I really like to point out, though, is that spiritual growth is a spiral, not a straight line. A lot of us think like, oh, I'm on the spiritual path. I get this now. I'm good. I'm healed. Or Or I'm just going to keep climbing up and be more and more and more spiritually aware quickly. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I think that's... You're like, I'm starting this journey and I'm on this journey and it's just going to, I'm keep going to keep climbing the ladder until I'm at enlightenment and I know everything. Yeah. But I mean, but the truth of the matter is, no, we all have <laughs> lessons <laughs> that we're supposed to learn in this lifetime for our life path, whatever that is. And we're going to keep coming up against these lessons just in different ways over and over until our spirit really gets it down. <laughs> <laughs> until they're like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I think... When you first start on a spiritual journey, and maybe you're here right now, you start noticing everything, like all of these like little things that have probably been happening to you all the time, like now they're super apparent. Right, like all the signs and synchronicities and, you know, all the fancy spiritual words, which is synchronicity just means, what does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) It means like, you know, things are happening. Oh, I was just thinking about butterflies. Yes, now now they're there. Yes, or like... You, you know, you're thinking about someone and then they call you and you're like, see, this is crazy. So you're going to start noticing all that and everything's going to be like, wow, explosive. This is crazy. 11-11 all the time. Yeah. Every <laughs> time you look at the uh, clock, it's the same number or whatever it is. But then maybe it slows down for you or you're noticing them less or... And I don't really think it's that you're noticing them less. Mm-hmm. I think it just becomes less exciting. Yes. So you're less, it's, it's almost like, you know, that first orgasm is so good <laughs> and you expect fireworks, but then it's like, okay, well then you start having orgasms and they're great. They're great. But they're not always like, it's not the first time having sex, you know? Yeah. It's That's just a very strange example <laughs> about synchronicities. Uh, yeah. So these things are still happening, but it's not with the same level of excitement. And so you start, I don't know, maybe start questioning. Maybe you're thinking like, was that, is this even really real? Like, is this happened? This happens all the time. So how can it be? I will say I personally have experienced that Um, with being able to channel, which just means talking to spirits um, and being able to see energy so clearly. It's, there's days where I'm like, like anybody, like if I worked at like a tech job, I'm bored in my job. And it's like, I just talked to this person's dead husband and I'm bored. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> how much more excitement do yeah, you want? Like, I know no. <laughs> I have to check myself, which I know sounds very, but it's, it's serious. Like a day of work, I get home and I'm like, okay, I <laughs> channeled someone. I did this. And it was like, the day was meh, 
But it's like I have to keep feeding myself so that right. it doesn't feel that way. And anybody does, whether yeah. you see spirits or not. <laughs> right. You have to, you know, do things to feed yourself just like anything. Like anything in your life, if you want relationships to, to grow, to grow, you have to work at it. So it's the same thing with your spiritual growth, with your connection with your higher self, with your guides, with the universe, God, however you want to put it. You have, have to, to feed that relationship. Yeah. I love that. Well, let's first talk about, before we talk about feeding it, um, how did you realize you were on a spiritual path? Um, or did you? Are you? I mean, yeah, I would say yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that I had lots of like little signs for a long time, but I don't think I really realized what was happening. Um, I think the first time I really remember feeling energy or like feeling that there was something more um, was in a yoga class, like in Shavasana. I think yoga is, for me, it was such a way to finally slow down because I was go, 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 go. And I mean, I was doing Bikram yoga, so that's like the most intense sweat. like (laughs) Hot. Hot and like for the people who don't know how to stop because you're like, well, this is so intense and I can do it. But then at the end, you're like wiped out. And so I think it's like a, I don't know, it was like a reset for you. Yeah. So I just remember laying there and I could just like feel this like vibration, this like pulsing energy and I could like feel like somebody next to me. I distinctly remember um, this was like much later, but uh, my husband came with me and I remember sitting next to him and I could like feel the love that he had for me. Wow. And that was a really cool thing. I don't know. That just popped in my head, but I remember <laughs> sitting there and I could like feel his hand on my hand, but it wasn't really there. And so I think those kind of... Um, moments helped me be like, oh, okay, there's more. I grew up Catholic. I was always around prayer and always around this, but in a very like this, you have to do things this way. So it was just kind of like this, ooh, this is interesting and different. Ah, I think for me too, I love your story. I love that you felt his love. They have <laughs> the most beautiful relationship. It's not annoying to watch at all. No, I just admire it. <laughs> Benchmark. Um, <laughs> uh I guess my spiritual path, same. I never knew words for things Yeah, is the best way to put it. Because I remember I was already going to like um, meetups for energy healing. Like I had already knew what energy healing was and had been to a healer. And I was like, you know, working with a mentor and practicing and schooling and stuff. But I didn't have words. And this girl asked me if I believed I was awake. And I was like, I immediately answered her. I was like, yes. And then I went home and I was like Googling, what does awake mean? Like, <laughs> which I, I love that, right? Like you don't, you're like, obviously I'm supposed to be. So yes. <laughs> yes. I was, my ego was not going to let her know. I had no idea <laughs> what she was talking about. I would uh, have done the same thing, by the way. <laughs> so I went home and Googled it and I was like, okay, like strange. But th- at that point, I honestly can say in hindsight, no, I was not awake. And I still, like there's still days where... I kind of have to be very intentional and conscious to feel awake or woke. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there are times where you're living in your ego or you're living by pattern and not necessarily by, like, awareness or mindfulness. Yeah. So let's stop. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, uh, I don't, what is awake? According to Deepak Chopra, awakening happens when you are no longer living in a dream world where you filter everything through your ego and focusing on the future and past. Instead, you have almost... simultaneously (laughs) awareness of your individual self and the connection between you and everything else. Okay, Okay. perfect. And then we can go into a little bit of what that... Okay, yes. I have a a good... 
So it does mean separating from your ego body, which is kind of like everything's about me. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, that Everything, lady. Sorry. I was just going to say, everything's happening to me. Everything oh, is. Yeah, instead yeah. of for me. So yeah. like, ooh, that lady at 7-Eleven didn't wave at me. She's rude. She's mean to me. She doesn't like me. When really that lady at 7-Eleven didn't wave to you because maybe she has something going on in her own mind. Yeah. Or her stomach hurts. And so it's like kind of separating from that filter of everything's about me or like if somebody's mad, I did that to them. Yeah. Like, yeah, just taking everything back to yourself and instead realizing that other things are happening. There's a bigger picture here. (laughs) So um, I like to think about... um, consciousness like we talked a little bit about collective consciousness which I think is like a huge part of this being awake um thinking about it like I can't remember where I heard this example if I think of it I will let you all know but you're in a like an ocean and there's a whirlpool in the ocean so the ocean is the consciousness and we are each in our own little whirlpool right and as soon as you kind of realize like that everyone's connected then you have a little more empathy you um, are able to just kind of connect with everyone more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I do think a huge part of my spiritual growth was going from being like a very much judgmental person to a very empathetic person. So I think I've always been an empath and could feel other people's emotions. But I think my defense measure, especially like late high school, early college, was to be a mean girl. Instead of (laughs) feeling that they're sad... I'm going to be mean to them and push them away right away so their energy doesn't get into mine. So you don't have to feel it. Yes. And so it was judgment. I went straight to judgment for everything. And then I realized that wasn't serving me anymore because I was also judging myself. Right. I mean, if you're judging others, you're very hard on yourself too. And when I went to empathy, instead of being like, oh, I don't like her pants, it's more like, well, why does she wear those pants? Maybe she had cramps this morning or, (laughs) you know, maybe she really likes that color and it's not really about me that she likes that color and I don't. Yeah. Who cares that you don't like the color of the pants, right? (laughs) So I, but I could go to a place where I could understand, which is empathy Mm -hmm. and relate instead of just judge and push away. Yeah. Or like, I always like the traffic example, you know, if you're, um, in traffic and someone's not like going in front of you or not moving as fast as you'd like them to instead of being like, oh, they're a horrible driver. Why aren't they doing this? Uh, I'm going to beep. Like thinking like, oh, okay, you know, maybe they're in the car crying. They just lost somebody close to them and they're distracted. Like maybe they are a horrible driver. I don't know. (laughs) But like just thinking that they could have something completely difficult going on in their life and that's why they're not moving over or seeing your turn signal. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I honestly think it's funny that most of us need to think something horrible happened to people to be able to empathize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, how about we just get there just to get there? Yeah. Like, and I do think that's a big part of waking up and connecting to others is realizing, ooh, it doesn't have to be catastrophic or their mother right. or their cat died <laughs> yeah. for me to love them. I can just give them love because they're here and so am I. Yeah, because they're having a human experience and we're all going through, no matter what your day is like, you're always going through something. You're always feeling something. Right. We're, yeah. Well, and I believe a huge part of the spiritual path, being awake, all of it, the whole thing that matters is love. We're all just yes. trying to be loved, feel loved, give love. It's yeah. all about love. It's all about love. So just respond with love instead yeah. of... Anger. (laughs) So let's say we're stuck in traffic and we're angry. What are some things that we can do to tune back in to our spiritual growth or to our awareness? Uh, Breathe. (laughs) Love it. I think that's both of ours. Being breathwork facilitators, that's our first go-to. Yeah. Well, because I just think, well, number one, I think a lot of people don't know how to breathe properly. Agreed. Um, I know I didn't before I started doing yoga. I I had no idea. I was breathing, like, incorrectly. But... 
I didn't understand. I think a lot of people, when you breathe in, you pull your belly in, which is the exact opposite of what should happen. Uh, like, you should expand when you breathe in, but there's some weird thing. I don't know. Well, I think most of us are breathing shallow. Shallow. Yeah. Super shallow, like just into the chest. Um, so whenever you're teaching breathing in yoga or breath work, you're no, you first thing you have to do is be like, hey, like. Fill your body. Fill it up. Yeah. Fill it up. There's a lot more. And the more you use your lungs, the more you expand them. So, but anyway, sidetrack. No, but you're right. Like, so when we feel, let's just say we go into an unconscious or unawake state, so go Mm -hmm. back to sleep, and you're feeling reactive or judgmental, first step, recognize it, obviously. Yeah. And then breathe. Breathe into that space. Ask what this is teaching you. What is this here for? Why is it teaching you patience? Is it teaching you empathy <laughs> yeah. or acceptance. So many of those spiritual growth is about lessons, right? And so those lessons are there. We just need to tune in. Yeah. And it's not about ignoring the lesson. You know, it's not about like slowing down and ignoring. It's about actually feeling it, right? Yeah. So the so breath, I think, just taps you back into your body. Absolutely. So if you're stuck in traffic or you're this, instead of starting... The moment you feel like, I want to scream or yell or cry. First scream, yell, and cry. Yeah. Then, then we want you to feel your yeah. feelings, but we want to look at where's the lesson in this. Yes. So then go to breath to come back in. Yeah. I actually like to breathe and then scream. Okay. Just because I actually Fair. like to, to feel where, like, I'm like, okay, where is this? Because sometimes I'm just, I feel like I'm feeling everything and I don't know what <laughs> to do with it. So if I take a breath and I can go like, where do I feel this in my body? And be like, oh, okay, this is anger. Let me yell. And okay. I will literally yell. Yell. No, we, we encourage yelling. So breathing into that space, um, a recommendation from both of us is um, breathing in, counting your breath. So breathing yes. in through your nose for four seconds. Holding the breath for four seconds. Breathing out, out of your mouth. For four seconds. Yes. Try that tool. Um, <laughs> next, both of us, we really love yoga. Yeah, so obviously you can't do yoga in the car. No, we just mean as a tool (laughs) for your spiritual growth. Yes. Like if I'm feeling disconnected all day or just kind of yucky, okay, I'm going to go to a yoga class or be intentional and do yoga at home. Yeah, so yoga, I feel like definitely always brings me back in. And if you are like a go, go, go person, yoga is a great place to start because it will connect you with your body and you'll start to feel things on your mat, in your body, in your... Um, you start to notice your breath a little bit more. Like I started to breathe more intentionally without even realizing it just from doing yoga before I was fully like on this, on this journey. Um, I'm saying journey a lot. It's my <laughs> it's, word of the day. Hey, it's a journey, not a destination. <laughs> That's right. Um, I noticed too, cause I did a lot of energy work actually prior to ever doing yoga. So yoga came for me much later. Um, and I love it, but I didn't know why until... I realize, oh, I'm more patient with my son when I do it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a better healer because I'm balancing my chakras. Yeah. Because um, it does. Yoga takes the energy in your body and brings it back to balance through movement. So if you can't see an energy healer and you're feeling like you know, like, oh, my chakras are off, yeah. go to yoga. It go really yoga. does reset and tune up the body's energy body. Yeah. I feel like yoga has brought me through so many things, like different transitions in my life and different times when I needed to when I was learning a lesson, like taking that time to do yoga, it like let me reflect without, before I was able to like sit with myself, Yeah, it let me get there. And I want to note that it doesn't have to be hot for many no. of my beginners no, 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 out no, there. No. So many people are like, I don't like hot yoga and I don't like stretching. It's not about how flexible you are or how you look no. on the mat. 
It's really about just going within, taking that hour and moving your body intentionally. Yeah. It's about feeling is really what it's all about. Um, I love when, first of all, when I started yoga, I could not touch my toes. So whenever <laughs> somebody's like, well, I'm not flexible. I'm like, listen, I was the <laughs> most, <laughs> I remember doing those like tests in school when you would like try to touch your toes and I would get to like maybe halfway down my shins with a lot of effort. <laughs> um, so I am was not flexible to start. I was not a dancer. I was not anything like that. But it's just about like feeling sensations in your body. So guess what? If you're not flexible, you get to feel them faster. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Okay. So yoga is a great way to kind of just make sure you're feeding your spiritual self. Yes. Um, after yoga, we – oh, oh. Um, Back it up. Sorry. No, <laughs> never mind. No. Um, <laughs> forget it. Just kidding. <laughs> you don't get to know that. Um, I, when I'm feeling disconnected, I love prayer. Yes. And I don't mean in a religious sense. I grew up going to church, that type of thing. And I don't mean in a ritual sense to where you're saying the same prayer over and over mm -hmm. again. I really like just being open and honest with my spirit guides. So this will be talked about in other podcasts yes. too. We'll do a whole episode on spirit guides. But you don't even have to know who they are. But just as simple as praying, like, dear spirit guides, send me a sign that I'm on the right path. Yeah. Or I like to even ask for a specific sign so I can't be like, oh, I'm crazy. I imagine that. Right. I will ask my guides, send me a dream that I'll remember. And then I'll look up what happened in that dream and it's usually dead on with what I need. Oh, I love that so much. Um, or if I'm feeling yuck or sucky, I'll be like, guides, please help me see the lesson in this faster. They always will, but yeah. we have free will so you need to ask. Yeah, asking for things is it's so important. And like, I think realizing that prayer doesn't have to be like, I need to be by myself. I need to light some candles. I need to do this. Like you can be just walking and oh, be like, yeah. Hey, like make it a conversation. Yeah. I pray on my way down the hallway. I pray while I'm driving. Like yeah. anytime I feel worried, I shift it to prayer. So like, let's say I'm worried about the election just passed. So this is a good one. Yeah. We're worried about the election, the state of our country. I would just go to prayer and pray for the outcome that I wanted. Yeah. And it kind of gives you a feeling of almost like, oh, I do have a say or control. Because you yeah. are feeding that universal consciousness with a positive right. thought. Like knowing that we're all connected and that if you are praying and praying for for good, it's, yeah. it does make a difference. It's big. It's better than the worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And worry does not feel good in your body, right? Like that feels not, not nice. Um, yeah. My other one that I like to go to is meditation. Um, I always find that if I, I'm like running around trying to get a lot of tasks done, I think this is like many moms feel like this, you're home and you're like just going from task to task and not actually completing one. That's the time that I'm like, whoa, I need to like sit for five minutes. So the moments when you feel like you don't have any time to, <laughs> to sit down best time to sit down. is exactly when you need to go. I just set a timer for five minutes, close my eyes and breathe. Um, if I'm feeling super, I don't know, anxious, then I might need something a little more guided. But it's just make it simple. And I think it's important to note, like, a lot of people feel like meditation is unattainable because, I, well, I can't stop my thoughts. That, that's okay. Maybe it's just <laughs> recognizing your thoughts. Yeah. it's Waving just, at each one. Yeah. Like, letting them come in, letting them go out and not feeding into them. Like, if you start thinking, like, oh, what's going to happen? Just go, like, it's okay. And just come back to your breath and don't go into the the spiral of what could happen. It's a really good way be. to learn to master your mind. Yes. So you don't become somebody who overthinks. Yeah. Right? So it gives you a, a way out of that overthinking. Yeah. And I always feel like when I come out of the, that five minutes, I'm able to do whatever I need to get done. And I actually feel like I see more clearly what the important thing 
are. I should focus oh, it on. It gives you like an organized roadmap. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Great. Yes. Um, another thing I want to touch on because this came up in a session the other day with a client. Okay. She was not from here and she came to me for a healing session and she was like, how can I do this? Or if I can't find an energy healer in my area or somewhere to go, what can I do to stay on almost, I'm going to use the word task, which is the wrong word, but to stay on task with my spiritual growth or to stay open and aware. Okay. And what we, what I came up with, or we, I would like to say my guides came up with it, mm-hmm. <laughs> were to be intentional. Yes. But when you're going to a yoga class or going to get a massage or anything that makes you slow down, mm-hmm. set an intention. So what that means is, oh, where intention goes, energy flows. Very important. So if you go into a massage with um, I want to learn to be more still or okay. to feel my feelings. You'll realize once you're getting massaged, all of a sudden you'll feel your feelings. You might even cry or release yeah. something. Yeah, I, I think this is so important. And like times when I've gone through grief, um, I went to, I would go to yin yoga and I'd go with the intention, like, please, because I, if, especially if I was having a hard time letting things out or letting myself feel, like during this hour, I want to let, release and let things out. Ah, that's and then great. I would usually be crying in the yes. back on my mat. But that's great. But that is. So like if you know you need something and you don't know how to give it to yourself, go to yoga. Go get a massage. Mm-hmm. Set your intention. It'll happen. You can be your own healer. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, so do we want to talk a little bit about what setting an intention is in case? Yeah. How to create an intention? Yeah. Yeah. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so intentionality is is everything. And I think the more aware you are the more aware you are that um, intention is important. And intention just basically means like putting a focus on something. Like you are intending to feel something. You're intending to do something. I like to think about it as um, like I set my intentions in the morning of something I want to accomplish, something I want to let go of, and something I want to um, like create. I love that. Yeah. Um, I always like to also go, how do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. If I know how I want to feel, like if I'm feeling angst and I know I want to feel joy... Well, then <laughs> I need to release the angst yeah. and then allow joy in. So it's very much the same thing yeah. that you just said. Yeah. So, and a great thing to do is to write them down. Yes. Especially in the beginning. Writing down intentions in the morning are helpful. Yes. So what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. What you want to let go of. And how you want to feel. feel. Yeah. Great ways to start. Um, yeah. So any... You can create an intention for anything, your day, your hour of yoga, your massage, anytime you're being still, um, maybe even like conversations with somebody. Like if you, ah. if you're, especially if it's somebody that you struggle to communicate with, you can create an intention of, I want to communicate. You keep blowing my mind. That's amazing. <laughs> no, she's so right though. Like if you have somebody who you know is difficult at work, but you're harping on that knowing that they're difficult, mm-hmm. you're going to keep attracting more difficulty with them. 100%. So like, how would you set your intention for that? Well, if, like, I was just thinking, people that I have, I know are, like, hard for me that I'm going to see in my day, what I'll do is I just say before, um, I'm going to communicate myself efficiently and I'm going to hear what they're actually trying to tell me. Because uh. I think sometimes... We hear what they're what somebody's saying, and then we take it to a place of like, ah, this feels gross. But yeah, you want to actually they did this to me when yeah. they're like, no, I just said I had to pee. I wasn't trying to make yeah. you late. <laughs> it's almost like reading between the lines, right? Uh, like, so I, I want to hear what they're saying, but maybe maybe not with words. Like, maybe they're not they're not great communicators 
and that's why it feels harsh to us or maybe it's a lesson that we're like, but just trying to hear actually what somebody is saying. Is no, saying. I think that's a wonderful way. Okay, so as we're on our spiritual path and we're growing spiritually, it is very normal for relationships to change. Yes. Like people who you used to resonate with or were the same vibration, as you raise your vibration, they might start to fall off or our relationships will shift with them. They yeah. may play a less important role than they yeah, used to. Yeah, they just might be in a, in a different spot. I yeah. Don't know. It's okay to grow apart. Um, yeah. I love telling my clients this because a lot of times they'll start to, to grow spiritually and be like, you know, I can't relate to my friends anymore. Uh-huh. Or I just don't want to talk about the same things they talk about. And a lot of that is just acceptance and reminding them to go to empathy, not judgment. Yes. Because if we start to judge them, oh, we're kind of veering off the of <laughs> Right. Path. That's not actually working. If you're like, ah, my friends are always gossiping about this and I don't want to do that because I'm yeah. growing. But like that's actually, you're, right. you're kind of same doing thing. the same thing. <laughs> so remembering that, hey, we're all on our own journey. They might not be as far as long, uh, far as long as you. Be a light instead of harping on or a lot of us try to coach our friends like hey I'm here now so you yeah, should be. you should try it but just like introducing I don't know ideas to them but not like trying to pull them that yeah. somewhere where they're not my favorite suggestion is just being if you are feeling better and living mm-hmm. better and living a more authentic truthful spiritual life your friends are going to feel that vibration yeah. and they're going to be like wow she seems like she's doing great what is she doing yeah and then they'll take heed but if you're like constantly like you need to go to yoga you didn't go to yoga you didn't send an intention no today. wonder you feel crappy yeah <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't resent you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so true um yeah and i think the more that you're growing a lot of like people will notice and they'll ask you about it and you'll get the opportunity to be like hey this is really cool and it's working for me but nobody likes the feeling of being it feels like i don't know being very judgy. Yes. If you're like kind of infringed them. upon. Yeah. I agree. Um, another, I keep saying um before I start. I'm very aware of it now. Uh, <laughs> That's such good awareness. <laughs> so it's really important in your spiritual growth to practice awareness. <laughs> and Brooke is doing a great job. Here I it. am. Woke, uh, woke actually, AF. <laughs> actually, let's talk about words since you keep saying um. Okay. Um, Thank you for pointing that out again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to be your mirror. Um, I know I did. <laughs> Great mirror. <laughs> so, energy is also present in our words, and our words that we're saying have a big effect on our intentions. Yes. So, I think it's important to just note I mean, this really it can be part of spiritual growth, but what you say comes back to you. So, if you're constantly saying throughout the day, like, I need to do this. I need to go to yoga so I can improve my growth. Do you like my voice now? I do. Um, That's hot. (laughs) (laughs) I need to clear the clutter in my house because that's going to make me feel better. But like saying that need, it actually just puts this really heavy energy on it. Or like, I'm going to try to do more spirituality Uh, things. My favorite is uh, my mom constantly says, sorry, mom. Um, Love this, you, moms. This, but we la- are gonna this call lady you that I know, I mean, um, <laughs> is always like, "I'm exhausted. I'm so exhausted." Yeah. And lo and behold, she's always tired. And it's like, stop saying that. Set your yeah. intention to be yeah. energized, and then say, "I have energy to do things I like to do," or recognize when you do have energy. Yeah. Instead of focusing on the negative, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. The more that we focus on things that are pulling us down, the more that they're like, "Hey, I'm still here and present." Yes, <laughs> oh, I like your voice there. Thank you. I'm really working on my. My voices during this episode? Um, Social media is such... I started with um again. But social media is such a huge tool for spiritual growth. Yes. Because we spend so much time on it that I always like to recommend be intentional about who you follow, what pages you look at the most, 
And you can set your timeline if you follow a bunch of spiritual teachers and places and positive yep. places. Honestly, social media can be a very positive outlet. Yeah, you can use it as a tool for your growth or for um, raising your vibration uh, just as much as it can be something that's super negative. Like, it doesn't have to be negative. Right. So just really kind of paying attention to what you're consuming and setting it, setting it up intentionally so that you have all these tools. Really? Yeah. Like, I love – I have a lot of different Instagram accounts. I tend to spend more time on Instagram than any other outlet. Uh, but I have – three different pages and I have one page that I look at the most and it's not because like I need to look at it the most but it's because I have it set up to have the most positivity ah. so I go on there and I when I leave from it I feel great it's feeding your soul it's feeding me I'm not comparing myself to others I'm not um I don't know going into like dark things I'm just like oh yeah I am doing awesome <laughs> thank you affirmations that are popping up so that's a great way um Let's go into, sometimes we don't realize that we're on a spiritual path or that we're learning a lesson until it's in hindsight. Right. Oh, yes. I mean, I think we all can go back and think of a lesson that we got that at the time was maybe painful or not apparent or just seemed like it was happening to us. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned something earlier that mm -hmm. I think we need to touch on. First. Oh, okay. You said what you were my mirror. About? Yes. Oh, okay. And yes. I absolutely believe that all of the people in our consciousness are our mirrors for us to grow. So especially if you're in a dating relationship mm -hmm. or you're married, that person's probably going to be your biggest mirror because you spend the most time with them. Yeah. So the people that you're spending time with, they're they're here to, to teach you lessons. So you're when we say mirror, it's like... They're maybe showing you a part of yourself that you're not seeing or that needs to grow that you've been trying to... Avoid. <laughs> yeah. Like, not look in that mirror. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, I want to give a personal example here. I love it. So, my son's dad and I are great. No. Um, <laughs> I am not with my son's dad, which surprises a lot of people that I'm on the spiritual journey and I had a relationship that didn't work, which... You're not perfect. <laughs> um, we're all human and we're all learning. Yes. But when I met him and when I was pregnant, we had a very, very rocky relationship. And the whole time I just kept focusing on what a horrible person he was. He's mm. reactive. He's irresponsible. He's mean. Uh, verbally abusive. Like all of these things. that he And he, all the things that he was doing to you right. also. It was all a label of what he was doing to me. And I did not realize, honestly, until after I had my son separated from the situation that all of that was a learning experience for me. So I attracted this person in my life. My soul was very intentional. I wasn't, but my soul was. My right. soul knew what it was doing. I was so repressed in emotion. Like, I didn't let myself feel anything. Basically, if it wasn't funny, I wasn't talking about it um, <laughs> or feeling it. And I was also a very depressed person, actually, like yeah. in hindsight. When I met him, I was probably the most depressed I ever was. Met him. He's this reactive, crazy person, and I think our relationship's just toxic, but it's like, no, my soul chose this reactive person and this loud person and all these things that I could label him to get me to speak up, yeah. to get me to learn to feel my feelings. If he can get mad at the drop of a dime, I probably have anger in me that I'm not letting out. Yes. And I was in a lot of chronic physical pain, actually, because all of that was stored, stored. in my muscle mm -hmm. system. So after leaving him, or it was even before I left him, I started speaking up more because if I didn't, I was going to get like... 
It was not going to be a good thing. Yeah. If, if I didn't speak up, I was basically just <laughs> crawl into a hole. So I had to start being more reactive and standing up for myself. And once I did, I realized like, oh, he's less reactive. The more I react to his reaction, he will pull back. And then it like, so we ended up separating. We're not together. But now I'm very good at speaking my truth. I'm very good at saying, A, setting boundaries. No, you're not going to talk to me like that. Yeah. B, saying, oh, that made me feel mad or sad. Like now I can identify my feelings and letting them out. So I'm so grateful for that relationship, even though when I was in it and in the thick of it, I was just like, this is happening to me. Life sucks. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, it's really important because I do think when we look back at things that were super, super hard and we were, didn't maybe know if we were going to get through them after the fact, that's when you're like, oh, it's like all these lessons. Yeah. It's your biggest lesson. It's your biggest time of growth. It turns you into a different person. Absolutely. Right. I mean, if you were repressing all those things and not to, like you would not be here today talking on a podcast about all these things. (laughs) Feeling your feelings if I didn't have that relationship. (laughs) Also, I want to go into one other thing because I would always call him irresponsible or say he didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. I was over-responsible. I would do everything and then be like, you don't do anything. I didn't mm. give him space, space to do anything. Yeah. like, Or I wouldn't ask for the help I needed. He's over here like, I would help you, but you just have to say it. Yeah. But instead, I would just do it all begrudgingly. And be like, Which is a really good lesson, I think, for most most women. Don't ask for help in one way or another from their spouse or their partner. And it's not like they... They would want to help. They're just less aware than us. So sometimes you need to actually ask out loud. Don't assume they know that you need it. Don't do the like hinting game. Just say like, hey, I need you you to do the dishes because I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. (laughs) And once you do, you'll be surprised. They'll do it every time. Yeah. They they like tasks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. that. I mean, that's definitely like a personal story. And I think a lot of people can learn from that because... We do have these these mirrors that are here, and if you're in the middle of something, try to think about what it could be teaching you, but know if you're not seeing it now, eventually you will. It will come. Yeah. You can always pray. Pray yeah. to see it. Yeah. Go to yoga with the intention that it'll be clear when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> Just really start with that intentionality. So um, to kind of like recap, wrap it up, your spiritual growth is a spiral not Not a straight straight line line. you're not climbing a ladder you're gonna have ebbs and flows you're gonna move through moments that feel like oh and you're gonna have times that you're like you gotta work on it yeah you gotta pray you gotta do the yoga you gotta do the work behind it yeah feed the relationship yeah um set some intentions uh learn about what's happening in your life and how you can call in more things release things um, yeah. yeah. So our mantra for this week is, I am intentional about my growth. Ooh. And we have some journal prompts as well. And the first thing is, what do I want to let go of? And then, what do I want more of? And then we also have a prayer this week because we talked a lot about prayers. Um, and we wanted to give you an example. Yes. So this prayer is, Dear Spirit Guides, Please allow me to continue to grow and be open to receiving messages about my growth. Beautiful. And that's it. Like, <laughs> simple done. as that. Simple. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope you got a lot of knowledge about spiritual growth. If you have more questions or you're on in the middle of your path and are um, having things come up and you're not quite sure, reach out. Yeah. Let us know. Um, thanks. And don't forget to subscribe, follow, and all that good stuff. Have a beautiful day. Bye.